Welcome to the One Star Movie Review Trivia Game! Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? You are one pathetic loser. If you're gonna spew, spew into this. The first rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. What's your favorite scary movie? You can't handle the truth! Okay, uh, Tama, Thomas, I'm out. Bulgar Pixel Dog. Oof, Bulgarian Pixel Dog. Seventeen uh, on February two thousand eighteen. Ooh, recent. The uh, the rating was a one out of ten. Star. The greatest disappointment of all time. Yes, I gave it one star. While everybody. Are jumping in case you in haven't already seen cheering this timeless quote classic. Here is why we in Eastern Europe utterly hate this movie. What? It was 1989. Okay. Communism was crippling. We already saw its end ahead. The red stars were still up. The Soviet Union was still there. But there were talks of their troops leaving Hungary after 40 years and that free elections were ahead. It was an ecstatic moment of history. Optimism was everywhere and the once feared old commies were nothing but toothless lions anymore. Optimism was everywhere and the once feared old commies were nothing but toothless lions anymore. We knew that freedom is just around the corner and will soon live like Austrians or West Germans something to aspire to wow i was 13 at the time and felt like opening a big so this is gift, a coming of age story <laughs> which contains my future in these days this movie has arrived that's a sentence does make sense but i guess this is eastern european person um it was the first one to have an american style marketing campaign we've never experienced such a thing movies were played in the cinema there were posters, maybe trailers on TV, and that's all. But this is something different now. It was more than just a movie. It was suddenly everywhere. They were talking about it on TV, and there were quiz shows on every radio. There were long educational sessions about who he is, how important he is to American culture, T-shirts, bags, stickers, and everything with the logo that appeared everywhere. You suddenly weren't cool if you didn't have at least one item or at least a keychain. It was like, OMG, go and see this thing. You get it. Your life isn't complete until you've seen it. How come you haven't seen it yet? Remember blank? Got it? Needless to say, after such a campaign, the Hungarians flocked into the cinemas to see this unmatched wonder. Gee, it must really be something big. After all, we are experiencing... Big things these days. Lenin statues are falling. Yanos Kadar, sorry about the mispronunciation, I'm sure. Uh, the commie We're dictator yeah, has just bitten the dust. The Ruskies are leaving. A McDonald's has just opened downtown. All right, so now we get another awesome thing, right? And then we left the cinema in eerie silence and utter disappointment. What the hell was the pointless clusterfuck? Again, these words, not mine. I guess here's the theme. A retarded show. <laughs> here's your theme. Of banal tropes laced with wanton graphic violence. 
Who was the idiot who told us that this is a good movie? It was literally the worst thing we have ever seen. Suddenly, it disappeared from Hungary as if it hasn't ever been there. And only a few school bags indicated that it ever was there. But it wasn't a good idea to use it to a school anymore unless you wanted to embarrass yourself for the rest of your studies. It turned out to be quite symbolic to us. The whole freedom thing was a similar sc- similar scam. When we got it, we wished the Russians were back, and McDonald's turned out to be overpriced of utter shit, too, compared to the good old street burgers, which were already sold everywhere by simple Hungarian businesses. Ironically, while their burgers were the symbol of change in the 80s, now it's sold as retro burgers as a symbol of wishing those times back. So, that's pretty good. Holy shit. That's yeah. real. That live was really good. The idea that this movie upheaved an entire country of the Cold War was a metaphorical reference for what ended up happening to Hungary is amazing. How does that work? I don't know. I guess you got to guess the movie. Fuck, I don't know. Like the I keep trying to think of like what's like a big dumb American movie that we probably shit all over the rest of the world. Big with. dumb American movie. Well, because I'm thinking like Rambo or Rocky or Terminator, but or... not even Rocky, and not even the first Rambo, which was first. Exactly. Blood. Yeah. Because well, when you said films. the logos and yeah. stuff, I yeah. was like, oh, so what was a popular? Yeah. <sighs> like I just can't think of a. I keep thinking it's just a big dumb American movie, like it's just a big action flick. Top Gun? It's a good guess. It's, it's a good guess. It's not right. Top Gun? So they did give you the year. And so... So 98. No, 89. 89. Oh, okay. There's your dyslexia. <laughs> yeah, man. It's bad. Do you want me to look up... Um, no, uh, you don't uh, have um, to. No, no, a tagline? You I don't can, have to. Okay. It's fine. 89. Because the actor ain't going to help you with this one. Oh, I don't think Oh. What about the director? The director's going to give it away. Damn it. Oh, the director will give it away. Oh, man, I don't know because I'm reaching for scrawls right now. 89. What came out in 89? Fucking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. No, and I think that came out in 1990 because we did an episode of Real 90s. Yeah, right? we did. The first one. Yeah. No, Home Alone is our first movie. No, no. The first team. The first, yeah. Yeah. Team TMT. Team and T. Team and T. Yeah, I don't know. Turtles. Wrong. Uh, you want an actor? Uh, I mean, is, you said it's not going to help me. I mean, it might. No, I don't. Let's I see. mean, I purposely picked. Oh. So if you're not, if you barely recognize the actor. No, I know. Oh, I don't know sure. that it would give it to me. Oh. There are two movies that I don't know the, the other year for one of the movies. That's that so, I'm be. not good with years of things because I just like. Clearly man, just, you didn't just know watch, Star Wars. I know. Well, I, again, like I just watched The Godfather like in the past 10 years. Yeah. Like that's not a movie. I just. I, so the, know. the, the clues are 89. 89. And this movie was culturally some sort of just bananas and that a logo and, was enough to sell merchandise everywhere. Fucking the same logo. Batman. Batman. You're kidding me. Actor How did this... I was going to give was Jack Palance. Who's Jack Palance? He's uh he's Jack Napier, the Joker's boss. Jack Napier, the Joker's sleeping with his girlfriend. And so Jack oh, Palance yes. calls. Man, that's a movie him. I haven't seen in a But I thought time I was either. like that you could maybe have um uh City Slickers, but I'm not sure what your City Slickers. Well, Slicker's not the logo. Yeah, no, yeah, the, the logo, logo, logo Yeah, that's City why I Slickers. thought of like yeah. Rocky and Rambo but because Tim those Burton, logos I was like, was Oh yeah, that would give it away. Yeah. Sure. Wow, how? How is this an upheaval of Because it was this American movie that was coming in, it was such a big deal. I mean, as it was here. I mean sure. people got the the bat uh, 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 logo like, logo carved the in their head, head. Yeah. yeah and like the music prince doing the oh album. that's true yeah and like batman it was everywhere it was fucking everywhere but the idea that this was a letdown for them 
Like, is it what were they looking for? He's just know. a vigilante. Like, he's so, just a. <laughs> he's I'll a tell rich- my first time seeing Batman. Sure. Was I was four years old yep. in '89. Yeah. And I, it's the first theatrical experience I can Same. remember as a kid. Yep. And my went on like a Tuesday afternoon. My, I think a Saturday matinee because yep. it's cheaper. And my dad took me because he was a huge Batman Adam West fan. And so was I, even as a kid. That was my Batman. Super Friends and wow, eighty nine so or sixty uh, six Batman. We just lost Kevin Conroy. <laughs> well, R.I.P. But the animated series hadn't been out yet. I know, but that's my Batman. I'm never going to say that. I, but Super I'm, Friends in eighty nine, when you don't know that's that, true. that exists. That's true. Well, I mean, Scooby Doo meets Batman and Robin was up there a for great me. I had the episode. VHS. A yeah. great fucking episode. Penguin Joker that. is the villain. I think I still have it. I I had it as well. So we went and saw it at the. Erlanger Showcase Cinemas. Same. Yep, same. And a theater that no longer exists, which every time I drive by it, I get like a phantom limb feeling. Yep. I'm just like, oh. Because you want to look at the marquee to see what movies are coming out. I saw Phantom Menace there. Same. I saw Ed Wood there. Like, mm, that's uh, a good one. Well, because my dad took me out of school for like a half day. We were seeing the movie and being a fan of Adam West Batman, in the first opening scene, he uses like grappling hook gun to shoot a guy and hit him in the chest. I was like, this isn't Adam West Batman. Ah! Yeah, and I'm like, oh, no. I'm Batman. And so then when the Joker appears, I was terrified, yep. and we had to leave. Oh, wow. But my you dad left? was fine with it because he's like, fuck this movie. <laughs> fucking Tim Burton. Like, well, and fucking... also Michael Keaton. Like, I grew up watching a show <sighs> oh, that was true. short-lived called yes. Working Stiffs with yes. him and Jim Belushi. Michael Keaton I knew as a stand-up, even as a kid, yes. and a comedic actor. and like Not this dark, gritty character. Yeah, yeah. and like in the suit, he's fine. Anyone can wear that, even Adam West who refused to be in the movie besides being Batman because he thought he could still be in it. In it. Um, he was like, I don't need a rubber suit to have muscles. And he'd take off his shirt on talk shows. He's like, I still have muscles. Sure. Yeah, like, you're not a good actor, Adam. I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> he I, wasn't even good playing himself on Family Guy. <laughs> I <laughs> met Adam numerous times. And luckily, because of Family Guy, mm-hmm. the last time, I think uh, a couple years before he died, he was at peace oh, and not good. bitter. Yeah, and so like love the admiration for being Batman. Knew that his tombstone would say it, but also because Family Guy made people know his name, right? So people reintroduced were just into the lexicon. Batman, right? People it's were Adam West. Adam West. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, weird. Same story. Didn't yeah. get taken out of school though. Like, no, no, uh, I didn't get taken out of school for Batman. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because I was four. four. Yeah, yeah. It was like a Tuesday afternoon. My mom took us, me and my brother. And the reason that we were all deep on Batman. How, how much older is your brother than you? Five years three or four years? years? Three years. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's like three years and a couple months. Um, we were huge comic book nerds. So Mark's comics were Batman, Superman. Yes. And I read cool. X-Men and Spider-Man. We wanted to go because it was Batman and we loved Batman. And we played the video game for the NES. Oh, yeah. Because that game came out in 87, maybe. 88. Yeah. Great game. Super hard, but like fantastic. Very polished. I remember being freaked out with the Joker, but I also thought I was, I remember like just looking at the, at Gotham and looking how weird it looked. Mm-hmm. And because I was like, man, I don't, they don't make buildings like this. Like cars don't look like this. Mm-hmm. Like people don't dress this way. And I couldn't get the idea of that. It was a fantastical world. I just assumed like you didn't, Spider-Man, you didn't take almost the it's literal- just New York City. Tim Burton hadn't had that aesthetic. Yet. Say, I haven't. Yeah, there was, there was no Tim Burton. There was Beetlejuice, and that's where Michael Keaton came from. But I don't. Yeah. I, I don't think I saw Beetlejuice. Told I her. had seen Pee Wee's Big Adventure, probably. Oh, that's but right. Just you didn't think of those two things as sure. being the same. 
he took Gotham to mean Gothic and he made it Gothic, but the cars and stuff made sense. Cause I was already watching the other Batman property that I watched that I didn't love, but I had seen were the Batman serials that Batman's original car was that kind of roadster yeah. mob looking car. So like that world, it kind of looked similar. And I grew up watching the George Reeves Superman in the fifties. So like had those vehicles and stuff. So there were some similarities, but I just didn't understand. I was like, where's Robin? Why is this just so Why is it just dark? the Joker? Yeah. Like, where is yeah. everybody? Like, that was the other thing. I was just like, man, there's so many other characters. Like, where are all the other characters? Yeah. Uh, but the other very funny thing. Where's his I, mustache? Because his, Cesar Romero as the Joker in oh, the TV show. He had a mustache. Re- refused to, yeah. Yeah, I just painted it up. So I remember that. And I, I just now remembered, because um, when we were leaving, because the movie ends with him, you know, him basically pushing the Joker off the top ledge yeah. of that building Dropping and he ass. dies. Yeah. And then you hear the laughter from his whatever it was. <laughs> and I remember getting up and I look at my mom. I was like, is he dead? And she's like, I don't know. He's still laughing. And we just left. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think my mom was like, fuck, this movie, we shouldn't have come here. Like yeah. this movie. This is not a kid's movie. And I, I remember, I, I don't remember hating it. But also re- don't remember like liking anything about it other than it's just Batman and he's doing Batman stuff. Bob, his assistant villain. Like, yes, it's funny in retrospect because the villain assistant is Bob. Sure. A long haired weird. But there's a lot dude. of things I didn't get, like the painting on the them, like screwing up all the paintings and the 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 whole line of the like, uh, you ever dance with the devil in the, in the pale moonlight. Like I never got any great of that. Line. Never got any of I never understood because I did know the comics enough that I was like, Joker didn't kill his parents. Like, right. I think it's Joe Cool. I mean, it's a, there's a lot of different in the yeah. iterations, but I don't. But Universes. My, there's different planet Earth. That's my what it is. favorite two things now as an adult are the giant table that they both sit on the end of, him and Vicky Vale. Oh, yeah. And he's like, I said, do you like your soup? Yeah. yeah. I'm not telling, man, Like, because we would, we would go to the Tilt Arcade in the Florence Mall and you have to drive past there. Yeah. And every time we drew past there, man, I was face, nose, hands smished up against the window. What's playing? What's playing? Like, because I wouldn't watch. No. I wouldn't regularly see movie trailers because yeah. we would watch cartoons and they're not showing movies during cartoons. All right. This is my last one. Are you ready? This is my crazy one. You're going to love but it. But it's a theme, but it connects. It all connects. Yeah. All right. So the title of this one is I don't get it or get the message by jeremy 328 it's probably his area code 328 you think i don't know that are there are other there are 328 yeah, he, he started with yeah. one and went all the way up jeremy one jeremy two no he jeremy probably three. started with jeremy and it was like oh that username's taken he's like man how long do i have to do this yeah let me just 328 three, times yeah. this movie suffers from a bad case of schizophrenia the movie starts out as a story about a boy who overcomes a childhood illness the movie then has been a low-key version of another unrelated movie and made a statement about obstacles that one has to overcome. Instead, the director wanted to make a statement about American history. I wonder which American history we're going to talk about. Because there's multiple now. The result was a judgmental indictment without regard for the complexities involved. For example, we are supposed to think that the protagonist is so dumb he doesn't care about civil rights? Is the director mocking civil rights? 
You get tired easily of his girlfriend being portrayed as an irresponsible child. Then he gets into a fight with a pretentious hippie who is supposed to represent the entire anti-war movement. This really irritated me. Seeing all the complex issues being used subjectively to attack the anti-war movement. After this slight, the movie moves on to a new story. This movie was extremely annoying, patronizing, and ignorant. The movie might have been better, more honest, if the director had stuck to the storyline instead of pursuing a right-wing political agenda. One star. Jeremy328 says, don't check it out. It's hypocritical. There were a couple things that I was just like, oh, this sounds familiar. Kind of like Ali on The Professional. Like, I don't know if I've seen this movie. But I left enough in that you probably know but enough about. Some, yeah, but there was a couple things that I was like, oh, maybe I didn't see the movie because that sounds Oh, familiar. I can read it again. Childhood so, Illness. Wait, and what, so what was the first movie? The first movie that we did? Yeah. Uh, Shawshank Redemption. So you did pick three 90s movies. Yes. But a very specific year. In 94. 90s. So I guess Leon the Professional came out in 94. It did. Oh, hippie. It's Forrest Gump. It's Forrest Gump. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, already, I had already mentioned it. So that was. You the did. Theme. Yeah. And you that mentioned was 94. And I'm yeah. like, fuck. So I was really yeah. glad I picked Leon the Professional because I almost picked Pulp Fiction. Yeah. I was like, I he's going to get this I one. I got to go Fiction. for a different movie. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why I almost picked Pulp. Oh, because I wanted to pick a 90s movie. Yeah. And I was like, hey. uh, the tagline is the story of a lifetime. I, I don't even remember that, but I did just yeah. look up a thing that. Um, ran through all the variances of the posters. Oh, interesting. And so like the person was like, I don't know that I like the white one where he's just on the park bench, but the whole movie like, takes place there. Like <laughs> it's a brilliant poster. Yeah, it's beautiful. so cool. One, the fact that is he's sitting in all white because yes. the, the world, I mean, sorry, this is for me. This isn't just saying like, no, this let's is hear it. for everyone. The world is happens around him. Yes. Like, so he is, him he is not a participant. White, he's, he's just observant. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, he's waiting for the bus the entire the only time. Time he is a participant is the and I think we've mentioned on maybe another episode, maybe not. We've definitely talked about it. The only time he recognizes that he's slow is when he's talking to yeah Jenny, Jenny and he's like, is he like me? Son, is he like me? And yeah. he starts crying like, oh, I think it's Nick's favorite movie. If I'm not mistaken, he's a big Tom Hanks he's fan. A big and Spielberg I think he, fan. He too. loves Spielberg too, but I think he, I think Forrest Gump's his number one. It didn't when he was at the park bench. That looked timeless. That looks, yes. Like right. the white around him. It looks yeah. timeless. Well, even the people he gets introduced, they're not wearing anything that's yes. outrageous. Or, Purposely. And they're we, taking the bus, which know. has been around for, what, 70 yes. years? And we don't know. There's nothing that stands out that tells us when it is. Right. Except for when he pulls out the magazine and about Apple and stuff and all that. Oh, right. Yeah. And so. and then But, but by when, that time, we've already gone through Vietnam. And yes. We, yeah. So but like, I'm just saying we still don't get the sense that we're in the 80s. Until he's like right down there, right down there, right yeah. down there, right down there. And he goes to her apartment and he's inside and they're watching Bert and Ernie and the colors of the apartment. It's the way Jenny is dressed. Denim blue. Yes. And, yep. It's so well made. So anybody that says like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Shawshank should have won. Pulp Fiction should have won. Yes, there's uh, clearly a lot of good movies in 94. It's considered one of the best years of film. I, 94. I, I, I get it. Yeah. But in anyway, 99, I think, was another year well, that always comes up. Matrix, Phantom Screams. Yeah. Uh, Screams 96. But first time that I saw it, I don't remember. I think my parents rented it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Same. Like I honestly, I remember seeing the special feature about them filming and do, and doing the CGI with the old yes. films before I saw anything. But I feel like that was at Kings Island because it was Paramount Kings Island, and they would oh, show those on the TVs sure. as you're waiting. Yeah, for that's rides. probably the first time. I mean, I remember watching it at home, but yeah, that's probably the first time I've seen it because that would have been a huge thing to show of like, look at this great thing that we did. It's amazing. Yeah, I mean, it's still. It's. I mean, that's why I thought Spielberg was part of it because. Uh, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm an idiot. The first time I saw Forrest Gump was I went to the drive-in and they were showing Jurassic Park, which came out the year before, and then Forrest Gump. Wow. And I fell asleep during Jurassic Park. I had nothing, no want to do with dinosaurs like other sure. kids my age. I don't know why. I fell asleep and then woke up and my mom was asleep. And he, my dad's like, are we staying for the second movie or are we going home? And I was like, no, I'm awake now. I'm awake now. I want to watch the second movie. <laughs> because like I remember seeing Batman Returns at the drive-in. Wow. That's the, my first drive-in movie memory. Jurassic Park fell asleep, stayed up all during Forrest Gump. I was like, that was the best movie ever. <laughs> like, that was the first time I remember watching a movie and being like, that's a movie. Like, I feel something. Yeah. Like, there's something going on here. It's just not pictures on a screen and I'm entertained. Yeah. Like, it's making me feel things. And then I was like, I want to watch more things like that. My yeah. dad's like, all right, well, let's watch Rocky. and Let's watch blah, blah, blah. I think I'd already seen Rocky. Let's watch Taboo. Yeah, let's watch Taboo too. Let's watch Taboo too. Behind the green door. Yeah, no. So I like. I feel like I watched the special feature of how they did all the special effects first before I seen the movie. But yeah, this was just a this was how just he, a random rental. Uh, actors up for the role. Do you want to take two guesses? Who were the other two top actors? Were they notable at the time, or were they like yep. left? Oh God, who's notable at the time? Uh, they're on both kind of downswings. One more of a downswing. Bruce Willis. No, well, yes, but. Pulp Fiction brought him back up. As oh, well. yeah, that makes John sense. John Travolta. 94. I don't think he'll name these two. I don't actors. know. Chevy Chase. Okay, stop it. And Bill Murray. Of course. God damn it. It's always the fucking comedy guys. <laughs> yeah. They're like, let's get him to play a serious role. I'm like, eh. Yeah. Because know. it's a funny movie. Is it? I mean, it's, it is. It is. But, well, again. Forrest but, should not be playing for laughs. No, 100%. Yeah. yeah. No, I so I used to work with a guy who hated Forrest Gump to a passion. I know, people do. Because he was jealous of all of the things that he got to do in his life, and yet he's mentally yeah, capable. Simple. Yes. And it's like, wow, you did not take away what you should have taken. Because it's what we said in the very beginning. He does nothing. He's just there. He's just observant. Like he's it's just, like people who get he's an upset audience member. with um, affirmative action. It's like, oh, oh yeah. person, just because you're black, they get all the good jobs. And it's like, you're upset with him because he's simple and he gets to have all these great experiences. <laughs> yeah, because he's risking his life that he in doesn't a war. Realize, yeah, because he yeah. isn't aware of it. Yeah, like he doesn't see the danger. That's why he keeps running. Like yes. that part, that part got, that part took me one of the longest things to understand was that's why he kept running back mm -hmm. was just because that's just what you do. It's not because yeah. he had some sort of a feeling of like, you know, of taking care of his, his crew or he was looking to get promoted or whatever the case may be. Because yeah. he could easily just ran the other way. It's just like, no, you don't leave people behind. Yeah. All right. Last movie. Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. 1994. Was so I, I found I was your theme. Out. Let's see if you can find my theme. So, all right. Let's go ahead and let's go ahead and do this. <clears throat> Low Man 28. This was written in July 2004. This may surprise you. It's a one out of ten. Oh, son of a. Wasn't ready we for, for a little like higher. maybe a two <laughs> one star just a little higher, a dissenting a dissenting voice. Okay, ellipses. <laughs> it looks like I'm the only person in oh, civilization God, here we that go. Look, all right, because I'm on pants here. Everybody else is a dumbass. Civilization that hates this movie. 
I was at a friend's house and it was rented for part of the evening's entertainment. I saw it way back in 1985 when it came out. I did not then have any particular hostile feelings toward it, but after seeing it again recently and looking through the comments on IMDb, I must conclude that this is the most overrated film ever made. A quick browse through the comments yields such superlatives as fantastically scripted sci-fi comedy, the perfect movie package, one of the most original ideas ever put to film, and one of the best movies ever made in the history of filmmaking. Everyone is tied, entitled to his or her opinion, I guess. <laughs> I guess. Uh, I guess. I guess we'll allow. What's freedom of speech again? Her opinion. His and her opinion. There. Yeah. Plot-wise, this movie is a sitcom formulaic as they come. I can see how the pitch went to get this film made. Okay, we'll make an episode of The Three's Company meets Happy Days with some time travel in it. I must also point out that this film is not science fiction. It is fantasy. I suppose it's the science fiction of it that really honks me off. Never heard of honks me off. Okay. Oh, I just got honked off last night. I just got night. honked off last night. You haven't honk, been honk. honked off before? <laughs> honk, honk. I just got honked off yesterday. It seems that so many people... Hey, what are you doing there? Are you honking off in there? <laughs> you ever had your shit pushed in? It seems to me that so many people regard this film as good SF. Oh, science fiction, I guess. And it is not. If you want a good example of SF, look at Terry Gillum's Brazil. Many people find that film confusing and impenetrable, but good SF usually takes good SF. good SF usually takes some work to appreciate because it deals with concepts that most people haven't thought about. This film just takes a formulaic formulaic stroll through a combination of well-worn cliches to be found all over situation comedies and time travel stories. Come to think of it. Gilliam's 12 monkeys deals with the time travel concept far better than this film does. Okay, this isn't to say the film has no redeeming qualities. So wait, let me just pause for just a second. Did they like walk away from the review and decide like, we can just give myself a break, yeah. okay? Like it's really starting to upset me. Look, okay, I like the book now. I like okay. the bookends of the first guy who did Corinthians. Yes. Quote from the Bible, the Bible. And then ended with a quote that maybe. Maybe the Bible. Bible as well. So this guy bookends with, okay. It isn't to say this film has no redeeming qualities. It does have some amusing moments. As a sitcom, it's okay, capital. For comedy and science fiction, though, the Fox Network show Futurama is vastly better. But this is 2004 when he wrote it, and the movie came out in 85? Yes. That's a big gap there, don't you think? I mean, our birth year to our graduation year. IMDb <laughs> hits its bigness and i think about 2004 i think that's when i oh, that makes sense i think you can find sure. a couple reviews for me from 2004 Ooh, really i think dream warrior 5 was my name then okay so it's 85 it's a sci-fi film but not really because it's fantasy because it's not sci-fi enough for this asshole while reading it there's a movie that came to mind that was that is not the right answer that i was just like oh i wonder if eric knows that because it deals with time travel but uh, oh at 85 uh, it, it, maybe it has to be around that time. Okay. I don't know. So, yeah, like the things that are throwing me off are like it's a sitcom episode of Three's Company Meets spun on the Happy Days, which I think Back to the Future. Back to the Future. Really? 
Back to Futures, right? How is this not a sci-fi movie? They go back in time. I thought you were going to think when I was reading, maybe Peggy Sue got married. That is a Back to the Future movie. Or that is a time travel movie. With because Nick she... Cage. Is that 85? Mm, it has I don't to be know. kind of around there because Nick Cage ain't Nick Cage yet. Yeah, I know. He's still wet behind the ears. Yeah. yeah, because doesn't he run into like the nerd and be like, have you ever heard of stockings or pantyhose? That's what it was. Yeah. Have you ever heard of pantyhose? Like, I have no idea what that is. Like, we're going to make you a billionaire. I think that's also a Francis Ford she... Coppola, which would have been his uncle. How does she go back in time? Gets hit on the head, right? Mm-hmm. 86. Oh, that's pretty close. Yeah. yeah. We wow. Did it. Big, we did big it. Big episode. Look at that. I think you won. I no. think we won. You, I think the audience You got won. Back to the Future without any clues. Yeah. You got... Star Wars. Star Wars without any clues. Well, I was... Battlefield Earth. I just couldn't think of the movie. Yeah. I honestly thought yeah, it was Yeah, but that. you got yeah. it. And then what was my Batman, second? I didn't get it till the third clue. No, you got it. You got Batman. Well, there you go. There was another. IMDb does not present one star. I'm changing the title now. One star movie oh, review trivia. Yeah. Well, because I want I want to be sponsored. Yeah. I want sponsorship. Let's put on IMDb. Uh, but until next time, I'm Eric M. Hunter. And I'm Ricky Glor. Stay real. Keep it real. Keep it real. Stay Keep crunchy. it real. Keep it real.